Welcome to Have You Got The Guts To Be Really Healthy. Chapter 5 is all about fight and flight. What is the fight and flight response? Is stress a normal part of modern life? Am I stressed? These questions and more will be answered in the following episode. Chapter 5. Fight or Flight What is the fight or flight response? The fight or flight response is a survival mechanism that we humans have adopted from our primitive ancestors, an instinct we still share with the animal kingdom. It is our body's natural response to danger or stress in order to ensure our survival. These human instincts are part of our genetic makeup, that gut feeling that may go unnoticed but plays a vital role in our everyday lives. Ancient man was a hunter and gatherer. Like wild animals, when humans hunted alone, they needed to rely on their fight-or-flight response in the face of threat or danger. So what were the fight-or-flight instincts of ancient man? Do they differ to our responses to danger today? Come with me back in time to the Stone Age. You're a lone hunter, walking towards your favourite hunting area, ready to gather food to feed your growing family. Suddenly, a saber-toothed tiger leaps from behind a rock and bears its teeth at you. You're shocked. You had no idea the saber-tooth was near. If you had, then you would have been able to prepare yourself for the attack. You're a hunter after all. But now, instead of being the hunter, you are now the hunted. You are in a vulnerable position, caught off guard without the protection of a pack. During the split second of this realization, your natural instincts kick in. Your body is asking you, do you stay and fight or take flight? The choice is made in the millisecond your adrenaline kicks in. Your body's natural instinct to survive is activated and your body prepares itself for your decision. Flee! The first response is to pull blood from your stomach and pump it into your legs so that you can run at full force. But this won't be enough for you to escape a fast, ferocious beast like the saber-toothed tiger. Your body will need to draw more energy from other parts of your body. This is when your instincts troubleshoot your body functions in order to pull as much energy as possible to areas of your body which will help you survive. It goes something like this. Instinct query. Digestive system. Do you really need to digest last night's dinner right now? Body system. No, shut down the digestive system. Instinct query. Immune system. Do you need that scratch healed today? Body response. No, shut down the digestive system. Instinct query. Blood system. Is the blood thick enough in preparation for an attack? Body response. No. Activate the thickening of blood. Instinct query. Brain system. Are there any parts of the brain that aren't needed? We need some serious concentration here. Body response. Yes. Shut down short-term memory and other unrelated brain functions. Instinct query. Reproductive system. Is this really a good time to mate? Body response, no, shut down libido. Instinct query, excretory system. Is there time to go to the toilet? Body response, no, shut down bowel movement. Instinct order, legs, run, run, run. The body's total focus is on escape. Everything else is put on hold. Instincts activated, body now in full flight mode. In the chart in just a few moments, the comparison of what happens to our body under stress is obvious. Under stress, we react differently for many reasons, and this has an effect on all who are around us. We could be snappier, more tired, not thinking straight, and more to the point, after long periods of stress, 
it has detrimental effects on our health. While under stress, fight or flight, healing and other normal functions are put on hold. The longer they are on hold, the more likely we are to become ill. We also have to take into account that beverages that contain coffee activate the adrenals, which in turn keeps us in fight and flight for longer periods. In your CD set, there should be a chart with a person standing in the middle of the page. On one side of the page is what happens to the body under stress. The other side of the page is how the body functions without stress. This is valuable information to take on board as it presents just how threatening stress is to your health and state of well-being. Look at the chart and decide which side of the chart you want in your life from now on. Is stress just a normal part of modern life? While ancient man stressed about the fear of being hunted by predators, modern man stresses about things such as being late for that appointment or rushing towards a deadline. Modern man no longer has short, acute periods of stress. He now has long, chronic episodes of stress. Being in an almost constant state of fight or flight, it is not possible for the body to function properly. Under stress, many of our body systems naturally slow or shut down, just as they did in the face of an animal attack thousands of years ago. Could this be why so many people's bodies are not functioning properly? Modern society has a tendency to accept that stress is a normal and healthy part of life. But biologically, stress can only be tolerated for so long before the body starts to suffer. Our fight-or-flight response is only intended for short-term use and used this way does not pose any health threats when activated. But when fight-or-flight responses are overused, bodily functions suffer and can have long-term issues for health and well-being. Fight-or-flight in a natural situation A great example of fight-or-flight in a natural situation is the reaction a herd of horses in the wild will have when startled. They'll run at full speed for about a quarter of a mile. Then they'll slow down and look around to see if there's still any imminent danger. If the danger's gone, they will relax, shut down their fight-or-flight response and go back to grazing. Fight-or-flight in an unnatural situation Our bodies are often in fight-or-flight mode without us even knowing. We get used to being chronically stressed by our worries. These could be worries about being late, a contract, a problem client, debt or even old memories that we cannot change. Many of us just live on the edge trying to make ends meet with a job that is stressful all day long. These situations are not natural. They are man-made. And if they're not addressed, they'll lead to disharmony in our business and personal lives as well as our health. In extreme cases, it could mean the end of life. Stress on the heart. Stress has a powerful effect on the heart. For most people, the speed at which your heart pumps blood is indicative of how stressed and therefore how healthy your body is. High blood pressure or hypertension is one of the first symptoms of ongoing stress. Hypertension can be a result of years of stress or due to a high level of stress over a short period of time. Stress forces your heart to work at a pace that does not favor longevity. Stress on the excretory system. Bowel and urinary functions are another prime target during stress. Ever had that nervous pee or loose stool before a challenging situation? That's your body reacting to a fight-or-flight response. Sports contestants admit they perform better when they go into a tournament with nervous apprehension. This is because their fight-or-flight response is already activated. Stress on the digestive system. Our digestive systems are very sensitive to stress. Food may feel heavy in your stomach or the need to eat is suppressed. The object of digestion is to break down food for use. 
If this doesn't happen, we'll end up malnourished even though we've eaten. Many people may feel the odd pain in their chest or bowels but seldom see it as something of concern. Many people may not even realize that their bodies are reacting to high levels of stress and may believe their bodies are naturally irregular. But in either case, it is evident how quickly one's ailments can disappear in a relaxing situation, on holidays, at the beach, or getting a massage. When we're in a state of relaxation, our eyesight improves, our bodily functions improve, our temperament improves, our general well-being improves in the absence of stress. This is how our body should feel, experiencing only short periods of stress and having time to mentally recover from it before moving forward with a healthy body and state of mind. Am I stressed? Well, it may be difficult to recognize when you're stressed. When you've lived with chronic stress for many years, it and the detrimental effects it has often goes unnoticed and untreated. Like the saber-toothed tiger, stress creeps up on us and tests us at the most inopportune time. Adults and children alike can get caught up in the drama of life and unknowingly fall into a state of stress and anxiety. In our fast-paced modern world, stress comes from many different areas of life. Our family, our jobs, the pace and noise of daily life, our emotional ups and downs, and our body's physical state. However, regardless of where the stress comes from, what must be acknowledged is this. If you suffer from any of the above sources of stress, and have been experiencing stress for many years, then your body is most likely in a chronic state of fight or flight. Managing stress is no easy task. There are many books and courses on stress management and relaxation, and Don urges you to look these up. However, this chapter is mainly concerned with how to recognize the warning signs from elevated levels of stress in your body. Before we go on, just stop for a moment and have a good think about each of the following questions. Are you digesting food properly? Do you feel constipated? Is your memory still sharp? Are you a little short-tempered or emotional? Are you feeling a little more tired than you used to? Or are you feeling sleepy around 2 p.m.? Do you suffer from wind or bloating? Do you have a craving for sweets? Is your libido lacking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then now is a good time to stop and ask yourself seriously if these are warning signs that your health is starting to slip, that your body, without you even knowing it, is in constant fight or flight mode. Being in a perpetual state of fight or flight is not only a problem for the physical body, it can cause problems with relationships and social interaction. A person in fight or flight mode doesn't always see things clearly. They make mistakes they wouldn't normally make and say things they normally wouldn't. As a result, other people may misunderstand motives or actions, often leading to a breakdown of the relationship. Case study. John has a doctor's appointment for a checkup. As you listen to the two scenarios, see if you can recognize how being in a state of fight or flight alters the doctor's opinion of John. Scenario 1. John wakes up and remembers right away that he's going to the doctor's. He's a little apprehensive and concerned about his health. His spouse is in a bad mood and there's an argument over some meaningless topic. With all this going on, he forgets the time and is now in a panic because he's running late. While rushing to get ready, he accidentally knocks over some milk that stains his outfit, so he has to go back upstairs to change. After dashing out the door, jumping in the car, and racing off, he looks down and realizes the outfit he put on in haste was meant to go to the dry cleaners that day to have an ink stain removed. With that, 
The car phone rings and he's reminded that he is also meant to be at a business appointment at the very same time he's booked to be at the doctor's. He has double booked. He changes the appointment time and consoles himself with the fact that he will sort out the consequences of that one later. Not fully concentrating on what is happening around him, he misses seeing a car coming out of a side street. He swerves his car and hits the gutter, making a terrible crunching noise. He's damaged his wheel and now needs to change it. John opens the boot to find that he forgot to take the rubbish to the tip. The wheel eventually gets changed and, with grubby hands and smelling like rubbish, John proceeds to the doctor's. When John arrives, he finds that there are no parking spaces left. So he has to park in a metered parking space and only has enough small change for half the time he needs. By the time John gets to the surgery, he's so late, the next person in line has taken his place. So as not to waste any more time, he gets some change from the receptionist, goes out to top up the meter, only to find he's accidentally parked in a handicapped space and there's a parking attendant writing him a ticket. John is very annoyed by this stage, but all he can do is accept the ticket and go back inside to see the doctor. When he gets into the doctor's room, he realises that nearly an extra hour has slipped by with all that's gone on. How can he save face after two appointment changes to important clients in that one day? He enters the room and the doctor unknowingly asks, How do you feel today, John? What do you think the doctor's going to recommend after hearing John's reply and seeing his blood pressure results? From the way John presents on that day, the doctor may consider antidepressants or a drug to relax him or maybe send him off to have his heart checked. In other words, the chance of John being misdiagnosed is high. Also in the future, those notes could affect the cost of John's life insurance policies and the way doctors view John and his health in future consultations. Scenario 2. John wakes up on the morning of his checkup and his partner and he start the day romantically. From the shower, he can smell his favourite breakfast on the stove. He gets dressed in a freshly pressed suit and eats his breakfast with his partner, laughing about the dinner party they were at the night before. Feeling good, he jumps into his car and drives towards the doctor's, noticing the sun reflecting on the freshly cleaned bonnet of his recently detailed car. The phone rings and it's his first client porting their appointment time forward an hour. What a great feeling, an extra hour. Now, ah, there's no need to rush. He continues on his journey and turns into the surgery car park, parks the car in the last space available and arrives to find that the patient in front of him is running late so he can go right in. How are you today? asks the doctor. The implications of both scenarios are obvious. While this case study does not mean to suggest that this is normal procedure, it does mean to point out that patients who are assessed and diagnosed while they're in a state of fight or flight can easily be misdiagnosed, setting off a chain reaction of misdiagnoses in the future. Yes, the fight or flight response is a necessary human instinct and plays a key role in our survival. However, like most functions of our mind and body, it needs to be regulated. The average human body can only take so much stress before it has detrimental effects on our health. Relax. Your body will love you for it. Right now, take a deep, slow breath. Hold that breath for a second and then let it out very slowly. Now on the next breath, see if you can feel the temperature of the in-breath as it passes in through the tip of the nose. Do a few such breaths until you can actually feel the temperature. Keep going until the temperature of each breath is the same. So stop now, 
Close your eyes and do five gentle breaths, feeling the temperature at the tip of the nose on each in-breath. Once you've found the temperature of each breath in, see if you can feel the temperature of each breath out. Just do a few more gently with your eyes closed and take notice of how your body feels. If you like the feeling that you've just created, you can always return there anytime, especially when the stress around you needs addressing. This short exercise will allow your body to center itself so you can proceed with a clearer mind. This is how you should feel most of the time. The more you can work with this feeling, the more you may achieve. Now that you've experienced the feeling, you can do it at any time with your eyes open. Try it if you're involved in a conversation that's stressful and see if you feel more in control. It will help you to avoid becoming attached to the content of the other person's conversation. In a gentle state, you're more likely to come out with something profound than a knee-jerk reaction in defense. There is no need for fight and flight to control your life. It is only a matter of taking control of what had control over you. Once you're back in control, the chance of being really healthy increases in leaps and bounds. I hope you enjoyed the chapter on fight and flight. In today's world, we are consistently faced with a variety of situations that create stress, anxiety, even depression, which in turn has an effect on a gut bacteria. Once that bacteria is compromised, we in turn suffer from the results of a gut that is not functioning properly, and that alone is the basis of most diseases. We have two choices. Either step out of all the situations that create stress, or otherwise feed your compromised gut with what it needs to keep us going. If you would like some great gut food full of probiotics and prebiotics, then go to probioticfoods.com.au and get some probiotic foods. Just pick the one that you feel is right for you.